The Helena City Commission is moving forward on hiring a new city manager, but a decision is still some months off. The commission held a special video conference meeting Wednesday with Jen Reichelt, a manager with Novak Consulting Group, a firm that's working with the city during the search process. Next week, the city will release a community survey to get input on what qualities the public wants in the next city manager. They expect to start advertising the job next month, narrow down its list of candidates in June, and hold final interviews by July. During Wednesday's meeting, commissioners discussed what minimum qualifications to require. The initial proposed language called for seven years of, quote, progressively responsible experience in municipal government, including five years in an executive role. However, commissioners decided to broaden the language to allow people with analogous experience. It would let someone from state employment or the private sector or from a larger nonprofit in. Otherwise, we're sort of boxing out. That's according to Commissioner Andrus Halliday. The job description will still say that local government experience is preferred. The commission also increased the salary range. During the last search for a city manager in 2018, leaders proposed a range of $125,000 to $150,000 a year. Reichelt encouraged them to increase that top limit to $165,000, saying it would bring it closer to other comparable positions around the Northwest. State environmental officials have approved plans for a copper mine in central Montana, that almost certainly will trigger legal challenges because of the closeness of the mine to the state's most popular recreation rivers. The head of the Montana Department of Environmental Quality told the Associated Press that permits for the Black Butte Copper Project near a tributary of the Smith River are the most stringent ever issued for a hard rock mine in Montana. DEQ Director Sean McGrath said, quote, I can tell you that our team here at DEQ has really been motivated to put this application through the ringer to determine whether it would comply with state law. The agency issued a mine operating permit, a water discharge permit, and an air quality permit to Tintinna, Montana, Incorporated, a subsidiary of the Australian mining company Sandfire Resources. The underground mine would be located north of White Sulphur Springs, 19 miles from the Smith River. Supporters say the mine would be operational for an estimated 13 years and employ about 240 workers most of the time. Opponents say it will harm the Smith River, the world-renowned fishery that is so popular that the state has to hold a lottery for permits to float the river. McGrath said the mine proposal meets and in some instances exceeds the state's legal requirements and the plan includes measures to avoid environmental harm to the river. Yesterday we reported to you that the first two cases of COVID-19 had appeared on a Native American reservation. Two cases on the Fort Peck reservation were reported and the Fort Peck Assiniboine and Sioux tribe said Wednesday they were notified by Northeast Montana Health Services that the cases involved two health care workers at the Riverside Family Clinic in Poplar. 
A Yellowstone National Park official says the park likely won't be open until May, if then, because of the coronavirus outbreak. I don't see us opening in the month of April. That's what Park Superintendent Cam Shawley told Park County Commissioners earlier this week. It's closer to May, and we'll see what the virus is doing in Montana and Wyoming and around the country, for that matter. Yellowstone and Grand Teton National Parks closed March 24th after urging from health officials and local governments. Yellowstone's West Gate at West Yellowstone, Montana, was initially scheduled to open for the summer April 17th, followed by the East Gate May 1st and the South Gate on May 8th. Charlie says he intends to listen to health officers and elected officials and decided when to reopen the park. He says health officers who decide it's okay to reopen restaurants and allow social gatherings will help inform his decision. In sports, the Montana High School Association has extended the suspension of Montana's spring high school sports season through April 24th and says spring sports will be canceled totally if in-person school instruction does not resume by May 4th. That's according to MHSA Executive Director Mark Beckman. Quote, there's not much time left in the spring sports season if you go any farther than being able to start on May 4th. You have schools that are getting out on the third or fourth week of May, plus they have a lot going on if they do get back to school to try to balance the in-person instruction with all of that. The executive board of the MHSA discussed several options, including cancellation in a conference call Thursday morning. Pushing the spring season into the summer wasn't strongly considered because of conflicts with American Legion baseball and other activities. If the spring sports season does start, softball, tennis, and track and field programs will be required to conduct five practices before games or meets. Golf teams will have to have two practice days, and Sundays cannot count in those totals. Every part of the country will feel the economic fallout from the coronavirus crisis, but small and isolated rural areas that lagged during the economic boom may fare better, relatively speaking, in the aftermath of the pandemic. This is according to the Pew Research Center. Small towns and rural areas tend to be less tied to global and financial markets. With little population density, they're less conducive to virus transmission. So far, states like Wyoming, the Dakotas, Nebraska, and Iowa have reported far fewer COVID-19 cases than New York or California. There seems to be a political divide as well. Rural residents and Republicans consider the coronavirus to be less of a threat to community life than urban people and Democrats do. That's according to a survey from the Pew Research Center's Election News Pathways Project. Quote, as with the Great Recession, the economic impact could be delayed in rural areas. That's according to Shannon Monat, the director of the Lerner Center for Public Health Promotion at Syracuse University. Quote, rural areas recovered more slowly, and some never recovered at all. Senator John Tester said on Tuesday he is not pleased about the President Donald Trump firing of the lead watchdog, charged with overseeing the $2 trillion coronavirus fund. 
calling it a thumb in the eye to taxpayers. Tester has partnered with Senator Mitt Romney, the Republican from Utah, in urging the Trump administration to ensure independent oversight of the virus relief. The stimulus bill was the largest such ever passed, and a bipartisan agreement ensured it included transparency and accountability. But on Tuesday, President Trump fired Glenn Fine, the lead watchdog who had just been appointed to the role, calling him an Obama-era leftover. In fact, Fine was confirmed by the Senate as an inspector general in the year 2000 during the second Bush administration. If you need to hear this report again, you can check our podcast on anchor.fm slash j-scott or check our Treasure State Radio or KGRTDB webpages. We're heard on the Treasure State Radio Network, KMEH 100.1 FM in Helena, Elkhorn Mountain Radio in Jefferson County, Homegrown Radio in Bozeman, King West Radio in Billings, and ResCast Radio on the Fort Peck Reservation. That's Made in Montana News. I'm Jay Scott. This is the Treasure State Radio Network.